Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Therese Therese, and, excuse me, normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry, but I will not be reading a poem on today. Today, I just wanted to talk to y'all. So, I was thinking about a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine. And during this conversation, she expressed how she had come across a total stranger. And this stranger was very handsome in her eyes. And she's a widow, but she said she's ready to mingle. And so I was like, well, what did you say? She said, I didn't say anything. And I was like, you're going to need to follow up. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, she said, I don't know if he's married. I don't know if he's single. I was like, yeah, you're going to need to follow up. I was like, because it doesn't cost anything to give someone a compliment. Um, and it doesn't cost anything for you to inquire. You'll never know if you don't ask. And so I hear a lot of people do this, men and women alike, where they will find interest in someone, but they're afraid to speak up. And I found out recently, as I studied the Bible, um, there's a story of Boaz and Ruth, and I'm pretty much just going to kind of shorten it as much as I can, but Ruth was the daughter-in-law of Naomi, and Ruth lost her husband. Naomi lost her husband and her two sons, and Naomi had two daughter-in-laws. Well, one of them went back to their home country as instructed by Naomi, um, and the other one, which was Ruth, was like, whatever God you serve, whomever you serve, I'm going to go wherever you go. Well, fast forward, um, she gleaned in the field, Boaz's field, and he took a liking to her, um, and he inquired about her. Well, in the course of him inquiring about Ruth, um, apparently she also was attracted to him. So she went and told Naomi about him. And come to find out, he was related to Naomi. So Naomi encouraged Ruth to put on her finest clothing, which, as it was conveyed to us um, during this Bible study session, her finest clothing was actually considered a bridal gown back in those days. And she laid at the feet of Boaz. When he awakened, he saw her. And so there was a next kinsman in line. So he went and pretty much offered the opportunity for that kinsman to take Ruth as his bride, as well as the property, and that kinsman denied his offer. So when he did that, Boaz was like, okay, we'll let the record show. I'm going to take Ruth as my wife, and I'm also going to take, you know, the inheritance, so to speak. So I'm not a Bible scholar, but that's pretty much my rendition of what transpired. Ruth 
in this particular passage, which a lot of times we don't hear this in churches, Ruth was forward in the most, I guess you could say, orderly fashion. She was forward in letting him know that she was available. And because of that, she became the wife of Boaz. So see, a lot of times what we do, and sometimes it may be our upbringing, it may be our religious background, whatever, we miss an opportunity to even gain a friend or get to know someone because we've been so conditioned that men should pursue women. And yes, men should pursue women, but women, it is really okay for you to let a man know that you are available and that you find him attractive. A compliment does not cost you anything. And so sometimes that programming or that way of thinking, like I'm not going to say nothing if he really wants to get to know me, he's going to have to get to know me by him doing He may be shy. He may really truly want to get to know you, may really truly want to take you out on a date, may really truly want to spend quality time with you, but maybe he's been rejected so many times that he's like, I'm not going to do this. Um, and if she is finding a liking to me, then maybe she should at least let me know so that way I kind of know that if I were to pursue her, I will not be rejected because it's reciprocated. So I was talking to my therapist not too long ago, and I was telling her how one of the things that I discovered about myself is that reciprocation is very important to me. And so um, I've been in a lot of one-sided relationships where I was doing the majority of the work to maintain the relationship. Um, I've been in a lot of situations with employers where I was doing my due diligence and then some and not being recognized, but somebody was doing mediocre or not as much, and they're being recognized all day long. I've been in situations where reciprocation just really was not what that was. And I know what that feels like. So the older that I get, I desire for it to be the, on the same level playing field, so to speak, where as much as I'm into you, you're just that much into me and vice versa. And I believe that one of the reasons being is because I don't want to feel like I'm casting my pros to swine. So. My friend, after I encouraged her to just follow up, see where this handsome man, um, where he's at in his life, if nothing else, she will brighten his day by giving him a compliment. That's another thing that we do is take things for granted. Like, I don't know about you, but as a female, I have no problem with giving people their flowers. If I find, so like if someone has pretty eyes, if someone has a beautiful smile, um, I'll tell them, you know, you have a very beautiful smile. And that is not me trying to hit on them. That is not even me trying to flirt. That is me recognizing the beauty in an individual. And people do me the same way. However, I don't know how we got into this mindset of telling someone, oh, you have very pretty eyes, um, <laughs> that it means more than what the statement is. Like, I, I, I just don't understand that. Um, but anywho, and like I said, maybe it's just because over time some of the things that we've learned or what have you, um, 
I don't know. We're kind of like reserved in that regard. Um, however, I was like, it's not going to hurt you to just let him know that he's attractive to you. You know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So she took a leap of faith, and she told him. And he told her, no one has ever said that to me. Now, yes, he said he has a girlfriend, but at least she knows now. But he made the comment to her that no one had ever told him how handsome he was to them. So I'm going to pack this for a minute. I ain't judging the relationship. <laughs> I'm not judging the relationship, but I'm going to use it as an example. So the relationship that this young man says that he's in where he has a girlfriend, a total stranger tells you that you are very handsome to them. And your words are, I don't know if he was telling the truth, but we're going to go by what he said to her. I have never heard the, those words before. If that is the case, girlfriend needs to catch up. I'm talking about the girlfriend he's with. Because I am a firm believer that you should be getting your affirmations and encouragement from the person that you are choosing to do life with. You should be pouring into them and they should be pouring into you. If it is one-sided and you're doing all the pouring and they're not letting you know that they find you attractive, they're not letting you know that you are the apple of their eye, or maybe you're not, but if they're not opening up with communicating with you and telling you how they view you, um, that's not good in my personal opinion because it doesn't cost anything to pay a compliment to someone. It doesn't cost you anything to tell someone, you look really nice today. Oh, my God, I love that color on you. Your eyes are so pretty. Ooh, I see you glowing. You better work. Go, boy. Go, girl. That doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything to pay a compliment to someone. So if you see someone, say something. If you see someone that you're single, and even your spouse, if you see that your spouse took time out to make herself up today or, you know, put the best suit on today or put the best, you know, outfit on, take time out to say, wow, you look really nice. Because that could change how that person not only views themselves, but it could change their posture, how they operate in that day. Because the person whom they've chosen to do life with took a moment to honor their beauty, took a moment to honor their handsomeness, took a moment to admire the things that they were attracted to that maybe they've started to take advantage of because they see that beauty or that handsomeness all the time. One thing I have been very intentional about is that whenever I'm around, whether it's my children or whether it's my grandchild, or whether it's just people in passing, or whether it's my colleagues, my friends, my family, when I see something, I say something. If I like your hairstyle, I'm going to compliment you. If I like that outfit and how you're wearing it, I'm going to tell you, you are wearing that outfit. If I like whatever it is that I admire, I'm going to take the time out to say something because that is a form of edifying an individual. And if you don't know what edification means, let me tell you. 
So anytime that you are edifying someone, this is what it means. The instruction or improvement of a person morally or intellectually. And it means enlightenment, the state of being edified, uplifting a person intellectually and morally. That's what edification means according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, which is what I like to use a lot for those of you that listen to my episode. Good morning, good morning. How are you doing? Doing all right. You scared me, honey. Oh, sorry. I wasn't thinking about somebody. You're right. I just said, beep, beep, beep. Have a good one. Thanks. Did you check the door? Go ahead and get in the car. Use a what? You did? Is that a bug? No, mom. It's a leaf. Okay. It's all I am.